0: Hey there, Chip Close here, host of the Restaurant Strategy Podcast. The P3 Marketing Summit is coming up. It happens January 14th, 15th, and 16th in Columbia, South Carolina. Three-day event, five workshops, two different parties, open bar at both those parties, great networking opportunities. We are capping attendance at 100 people. The uh, event is over half sold right now, and if you wanna be there, I want you to be there. If you wanna be there, go, get your ticket now. Go to restaurantstrategypodcast.com. Uh, click the uh, the banner across the top. That will give you more information about the event. You'll see our sponsors, Milagro, Marquee, and Ovation. You'll learn more about the speakers, uh, myself, Rev Ciancio. Uh, some of the representatives from the, uh, the sponsors are all going to be there. Highly actionable, highly tactical, that event is going to be something not to be missed. Again, January 14th, 15th, and 16th, visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com. Click the banner across the homepage to get your tickets. And make sure to come back. We're doing an encore presentation of uh, an episode we did all about how to drive more catering business and private dining business. It's basically straight sales, and so you need to think like a salesperson. Tons Tons of great insights on today's episode of Restaurant Strategy. There's an old saying that goes something like this, you'll only find three kinds of people in the world, those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast with answers for anyone who's looking. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close and this is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast dedicated solely to helping you build a more profitable restaurant. Each week I leverage my 20 plus years of experience in the industry to help you build that more profitable and more sustainable business. I also work directly with owners and operators all over the world through my P3 um, Mastermind program. This is a group coaching program that meets two hours every single week to help you uh, to help you identify the the uh, specific challenges that you face in this industry. We are focused on profit and growth. Profitability is the number one thing that uh, that keeps restaurants struggling. So if you struggle to generate consistent, predictable, 20% returns every single month, I will show you a couple of key systems to implement to help make that automatic. If this sounds like you, if this sounds like something you wanna learn more about, then go to our website, restaurantstrategypodcast.com schedule. Grab some time on the calendar. You'll chat with either me or someone from my team. We'll get to learn more about you and your restaurant. You'll learn more about the program, ask some questions about the program, and we can talk about next steps if we think you're a good fit. Again, there's absolutely no pressure. That's a 30-minute free strategy session to learn more about the program. Again, restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. That link is also in the show notes. Now, are you frustrated with managing your catering and private events with pen and paper or using outdated programs? Introducing Triple Seat. The catering sales and event management software built for hospitality professionals by hospitality professionals. With Triple Seat, you will increase revenue and efficiency all while streamlining your operations. Let Triple Seat be your catering and event management assistant. Generate leads, create tailored banquet event orders, facilitate online discussions, obtain electronic signatures. You can even process payments and everything in between. Triple Seat has you covered. Elevate and simplify your event management. Take it to the next level with Triple C so you can focus on what truly matters, providing unforgettable experiences for your clients. For more information, visit tripleseat.com slash restaurant strategy. Again, that's tripleseat.com slash restaurant strategy. And yes, that link is also in the show notes now this episode was really um, uh, really spawned out of my conversation with Dawn skeet uh, she runs a place called Jam at Bistro in Red Hook Brooklyn she was on the show on Monday it was a it was a different kind of interview it was really a, a coaching session that we just happened to record and and play for all of you guys because we felt like there was some value there number one I think there's stuff you're gonna learn from uh, from hearing what she's dealing with uh, undoubtedly many of you were probably dealing with something similar uh, but also you get to peek behind the curtain as to what coaching is really all about. It's about asking questions, drilling down, make, rec- making recommendations, and ultimately setting goals and action items for each uh, member, each client, so that they can move the, the needle in their business, so they can move forward and hit the goals that they wanna hit. Over the course of that conversation we were talking about, uh, we were talking about how she can grow her catering business. And what we ended up talking about a lot was, uh, was inbound and outbound strategies. And I wanted to hit these a little bit head on. I wanted to separate them from that other conversation, and 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 because i think there's value here number 1 if you're looking to grow your catering whether it's on site or off premise and if you're looking to grow your private dining business anything that requires straight sales I think this is gonna be particularly helpful for, and this is not every part of our business, certainly, right? We're in the hospitality business, but there are some things that really are straight sales. If you're trying to book your private dining room, you've got it uh, available, you know, lunch seven days a week, dinner seven days a week, you need to figure out how to prospect and, and how to get that thing built. So what we're gonna talk about today is how you can build a, uh, a proper uh, funneling system so that you can, fill those, uh, you can fill your books on those key days. Again, we're gonna break this up into an inbound strategy and an outbound strategy. And we, I guess we gotta begin by defining what is inbound and outbound. Inbound is when the phone rings, you pick it up and you book the party, right? Phone rings and they say, hi, I'd like to uh, uh, you know, host a 20 person party in your private dining room. Great, you're catching calls. That's all that is, right? How do you generate more calls How do you drive more traffic to fill out an inquiry form or to get people to call in and inquire about your private dining room? That's a whole art. But understand, if that's all you're doing, and for many, many restaurants, right, who are trying to build their catering business or their private dining, that's all they're doing. They've got somebody who answers emails, answers inquiry forms from the website, or answers the phone when it rings. And that's fine. But when you set up a really robust system that includes both an inbound strategy and an outbound strategy, what you're going to find is that 30% of your business is going to come from inbounds, and outbounds are really going to drive the majority of it. Now we're going to get to that because there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of things you can do, and many restaurants out there. I'm guessing many listeners uh, listening in today uh, w- will learn, uh, will discover that they're not doing all that they can be doing to generate more revenue. And catering and private dining is one of the easiest ways for you to generate more revenue in your business. You can just about double. Your take, And I'll explain, uh, explain what I mean in just a few minutes. So inbound and outbound inbound is anytime the phone rings, you pick it up and try to take that reservation. You take that, that party, you take that catering order. And then outbound is when you go strike out and go find business. You, 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 you pitch your business to other people, two different sides to selling. Two different sides to selling, and the majority of your business is going to come from the outbound eventually. My wife is in straight sales. She's in tech sales. Most of her week is spent emailing people or cold calling people. Yes, she does do things. She does activities that will try to generate inbound calls, But the majority of her time is spent doing the other. In fact, the marketing department is spending most of their time trying to generate inbounds. But she, as a straight sales position, is spending the majority of her time trying to get people on the phone, trying to get decision-makers, gatekeepers on the phone to try to sell the product that she's trying to sell. She knows she has to make a certain amount of phone calls to get a certain amount of people on the phone, to get a certain amount of demos booked to close a certain amount of sales. It's a straight funnel. She knows she has to make a hundred calls in order to book 10 demos in order to get five sales. It's that kind of, they know they have the data. It is the same thing with you, and again, we're going to talk about how we build an outbound strategy because it's not as scary as you think. But the first thing I want to start with is inbound. How do we build more? Um, how do we build a true inbound strategy? Meaning, how do we generate more inquiries? So, it begins with your website, just like we were talking about with Dawn. On your website, if you are selling private dining, for the sake of this uh, conversation, let's say we're, we've got a full-service restaurant right, maybe upscale casual, and we've got a private dining room. Private dining room can fit up to 40 people for dinner, okay? So there's, a, there's a, a vested interest in us selling that space as much as we possibly can. So we're gonna use that as the example, right? We're an upscale, casual, full-service restaurant with a private dining room that can seat up to 40 people. How do we fill that as much as humanly possible? When we talk about our inbound strategy, You've got to have a really great page on your website for private dining. You have to be driving traffic to private dining, right? So you need a place to to capture, a place to send people. Think of it in those terms. You need a place to send people. On that page, on the private dining page, you've got to have some really beautiful pictures. You've got to have uh, a link to maybe a, a sample menu or whatever else they need to maybe get a sense of that. Right, probably some copy about we were we uh, we love to take care of parties anywhere from 15 to 40 people, uh, bridal showers, uh, birthdays, anniversaries, you know, corporate uh, dinners. Uh, we've worked with the following clients in the area. Whatever you think you're right for, because maybe you're in Midtown Manhattan and the majority of the business you're going to do is business, right? Is is corporate dinners, closing dinners, uh, client dinners, things like that. Then you need to position that page so that the people that you're looking to target, you know, businesses, understand that you are for them. Likewise, maybe you're out in the suburbs and the majority of the business you do are uh, baby showers, bridal showers, sweet 16s, birthdays, graduations, retirement parties. That's fine too. Then you need to position that page appropriately. So it lets people know what kind of parties you love to do or where, where you really excel. On that page, the most important piece of that page is an inquiry form. You need a place to capture. We do parties of this and this and this and that we to get started, fill out this form and someone will be in touch with you within 24 hours. Name, phone number, email address. The date that they're looking for, the number of people and then a room for any notes. We're looking to host, you know, what's the event? Tell us a little bit about the party. We are hosting a graduation party for my son, et cetera, et cetera. So you their name, email address, and phone number you have to capture. The date of the event, the number of people for the event, and then leave a box that asks them for any details. Tell us a bit about the party you're looking to throw. Tell us about the party you, you're looking to host with us. Have them put a couple of notes in there, they hit submit, it goes to an email box. Then you've got to jump on that. A.S.A.P. I always say within 24 hours. But really, as long as it's not overnight, you should be returning that call within two hours. Because what you'll find mostly is that whoever answers the phone first, whoever returns the call first, will end up getting the business. Urgency is your friend here when you're running sales, when you're running, when you're uh, running an events department like this, right? And the same is true with catering, because if somebody's trying to cater their uh, their you know Cinco de Mayo party. They're calling five different Mexican restaurants in the area. If you've got a Mexican restaurant and you do really great catering, especially for Cinco de Mayo, pick up the phone right away and get back to them. Super important. So the idea with inbound is how do we close 100% of the people? who come to us, 100% of the calls or the inquiry forms that come in. So you need a really great place to send people. So that's the first thing you need, right? And you have to understand what the process is when you get a call, or when an inquiry comes in, what happens when they call the restaurant and the private dining manager isn't there, right? So say I'm the private dining manager and today just happens to be my day off. Somebody calls and says, you know, hi, thank you for calling restaurant XYZ. And they say, hi, I'd like to speak to someone about booking your private event space. Great. Normally it would go over to Chip. But what will often happen is your your host won't know any better and they'll say, okay, great, let me transfer you. And they'll transfer you back, and it'll go right to voicemail. And it will sit there for a day or two while I am off. you got to make sure whoever's answering the phone knows that Chip is off that day. The Chip, the private dining manager, is off. So they say, oh, how can I, you know, thank you for calling Restaurant XYZ. How can I help you? You say, yeah, I'd like to speak to someone about booking a private event. Give me just a second. Do you mind holding? Put them on hold. Find someone else who's capable. A general manager, an assistant general manager, the, the assistant events director, the events coordinator, whoever else fields calls, which means you got to figure out who fields calls when your private events manager is not there. And it should be somebody, because if the call comes in live, you can close it on the phone. right? When you field the phone call, when you get the phone call, again, get name, phone number, and email address. Get all the details, the date of the event, the number of people for the event, what they're looking to do. What you probably will want to do right after that you'll say, this is what we look to do. This is typically our pricing. This is that. This is what we can do. We'd love to, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to send you a contract and a menu. Right? A contract and a menu. Contract is, you know, basically they would agree to put down 10% or a $500 deposit or 50% or something like that. So that they sign on the dotted line and then they pick their food. They pick whatever options they have to pick. Right? That's what we're doing private dining so the idea is how do you get that contract signed as quickly as possible big part of it is just returning a phone call or picking up the phone when it rings so you get somebody on the line you will you will close the deal if you get them on the line you will set the hook and get the sale if you can get them on the line so the idea is how can you close hundred percent of the sales if the private di- if I am the private dining manager and I'm on another call or I'm giving a tour there should be a plan B right If the first baseman can't cover first base, the second baseman's got to go over and cover it. So the hostess, the reservationist, answers the phone. Hi, thank you for calling uh, restaurant XYZ. How can I help you? They say, I'd like to speak to someone about private dining. And they look over or they find out that they're on hold, that somebody's on the phone, that Chip's on the phone. We should go to that plan B person. Who else can take the call while Chip is on hold? Or can Chip be interrupted? Can we put this person on hold and go field the other call? and just say, hi, yeah, great, listen, I'm on the other line, let me get your information, can I call you back in about five or 10 minutes as soon as I'm off this other call? I'm telling you, this is these are the little details that will make a big difference in your ability to close these deals. Now, when we build an inbound, right, we've got somewhere to send them, we know what the system is for getting back to people. I always recommend calling them right away, right? So if you get uh, an inquiry form, pick up the phone, call them, if you leave a voicemail, say, Hi, it's Chip, I'm calling from Restaurant XYZ. You filled out an inquiry form. I'd love to talk about hosting your event here. I'm gonna send you an email as well, just in case that's a better way to reach you." Leave the voicemail and then send the email right away. If you haven't heard from them within 24 hours, do it again. Pick up the phone and call them and send another email as well. I would do that for three straight days to give every chance to exhaust the opportunity there. And if they really don't answer your call, it means they just booked somewhere else or it's too hard to get in touch with them, fine. But I would stay after them for an inbound inquiry every day for three straight days. A phone call, leave a voicemail if you have to, and then send an email until you get somebody on the phone. When you get somebody on the phone, then you don't need to do any more, any more work, right? So now we know that we've got a really great place to capture inquiries and we know our system for returning those inquiries. right? We know what happens if the private dining manager is there. We know what happens if the private dining manager is otherwise occupied or off-site for the day. We know what happens. You have to know what happens in your restaurant. That's the first step. Now, since we've got somewhere to send people, we can put together a really great inbound strategy. How do you generate calls? I think you should utilize your website, right? a pop-up, something on the homepage, things that will drive them to the private dining page, right? Just one click away. But how can you make it more obvious? I think you should utilize your email list. That's a really important thing. And I think you should also be running ads. Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and Google ads. Figure out who your target is and target those people. Hey, we really do business lunches really well. We really do um, special event dinners. Really well. Then run ads that say, hey, celebrating something, graduation, retirement party, a birthday, we are your place. Click here to get in touch. That's how you build an inbound strategy. As long as you've got somewhere to send people and you know what the follow up routine is, then you can just try to get traffic. And that's what we spend a lot of time talking about in digital marketing, which is traffic, trying to generate traffic create ads and you can spend a couple hundred dollars a month on ads and you can see a direct return. You can say, Hey, this ad generated this call or this ad generated 10 calls or 12 inquiries, And we closed three of them. So we spent $500 on an ad, but we closed $5,500 worth of sales. Would you spend 500 to make 5,000? Absolutely. Would you spend 5,000 to make, you know, 50,000? Probably, you gotta figure out what that recipe is. But the beauty part about uh, digital marketing is that it's all trackable. You can measure everything. So when we build an inbound strategy, you need a really great place to send people, a really great follow-up routine, and then you can send an email to your list and drive uh, drive traffic. You can put pop-ups on your website and drive traffic. You can place Google ads and place them all over the place. Banner ads, things like that, drive traffic. You can run ads on Facebook and Instagram, and they are all very highly targetable. By geography, by demographic, all of that. That's how you build an inbound strategy to increase the volume of calls or inquiries you get in through your website. That's what I mean when we talk about a really comprehensive inbound strategy, not just answering the phone when it happens to ring. And now there's more stuff you can do. You can put postcards in the table or flyers or table tents or stuffers inside the check, you know, inside the check presenter. There's all different ways in store also. You can have your servers talking about it. You can, Hopefully you understand what I'm talking about. And through QR codes, through, you know, scan, whatever, you can drive traffic to that private dining page, to that inquiry page. The goal is to have somewhere to send them and then figure out all the different ways that you can reach people to try to drive traffic to that page. That's an inbound strategy. That's where we're starting the conversation. It's what most people do, but I don't think they do really effectively. So I wanted to drill down and really get to the heart of it on this episode. We're going to talk all about, uh, all about your outbound strategy in just a minute after a word from another one of our sponsors. Now, today's episode of Restaurant Strategy is brought to you by Seven Shifts. Seven Shifts is a team management platform built specifically for restaurants, Great restaurants are built by great teams, and Seven Shifts is your secret weapon to better understand your restaurant, to hit labor targets, and to keep your entire team connected. With drag-and-drop scheduling, in-app communication, task management, tip management, and more, it makes restaurant work a lot easier. From back-of-house to front-of-house, managers, franchise owners, and larger corporate teams, Seven Shifts has benefits at every single level plus it integrates with the other systems your restaurant already uses like your POS system and your payroll so turn your team into your competitive advantage restaurant strategy listeners get 3 months absolutely free get started by visiting 7shifts.com/restaurantstrategy that's the number 7 S-H-I-F-T-S dot slash restaurant strategy and get three months absolutely free and join over 30,000 other restaurants using seven shifts today. As always, you'll find that link in the show notes. Now, we're rounding third. We're bringing it home. We're talking all about building an outbound strategy. I said earlier in the episode, and it's absolutely true. When you get this machine up and running, you will find that only 30% of your sales will uh, come from your inbound uh, calls, your inbound inquiries. 70% of your business, this is in my experience watching this over and over, 70% of your business will come from your outbound efforts. So what is an outbound strategy? What does it look like and how do we set it up for you? You basically have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. These are, these are straight sales positions. If you want to book your private space, if you want to book catering, if you want to get sales, you have to go out and ask for the sale. You have to pitch your services. You have to pitch your product. It is very uncomfortable. I absolutely get it, but you have to do it. Here's, the, here's where we start, right? We already talked about inbound. How do we generate more calls, more inquiries? That's one piece. Now, when we talk about an outbound strategy, how do we reach out and drum up new business? This requires a lot of prospecting, a lot of uh, cold calls, a lot of, a lot of you know generating leads from just lists of businesses. But I wanna go back, I wanna take a step back and say that there is a way to do it that is actually a lot easier. Here's how I start with outbounds. Every time I've come in and taken over an events department and, and I handle all of the events, The first thing I do when I'm new, because it's such an opportunity, I go back and I pull all of the old BEOs, right, the old uh, contracts from the last three years, and I just start calling people. And I literally pick up the phone and they say hello, I say, hi, is this Maria? And she says, yeah, who's this? I said, hi, I'm sorry to bother you. My name is Chip. I just took over the events department at Restaurant XYZ. I know you booked a party with us a couple of years ago. I just wanted to reach out and introduce myself. And I had a couple of questions for you if, if you had a few minutes to answer just a couple of questions. 90% of the time, 99% of the time, they will say, sure, right? Because they had such a great time with you, right? What you're doing is it you're finding a pretense for calling right you're brand new this is the this is the best part of what I did is that I was brand new I was just trying to introduce myself you know aka trying to build a relationship and my pretense for calling was I'd like to ask a couple of questions about how what you thought about the event so I'd say hey again Hi, Maria, this is Chip. I just took over the events department at Restaurant XYZ. I know you hosted an event with us a couple of years ago. I'm looking back over the notes. Looks like you had a great time, but I had a couple of questions about that event if you didn't mind answering them for me. Again, 99% of the time, they will say, sure. And you say, I'm just trying to get a sense of it so we can be as good as we can be. And I'm trying to understand what we do really well, where we might've fallen short and how we can get better. That's my job to make private dining at this restaurant as good as it can possibly be that being said, can you tell me a little bit about your, you know, remind me what you were celebrating that day or remind me what made you book that, uh, that, that, uh, that event, man, you better start taking notes because you're learning more about in this case, Maria, right? So maybe Maria works uh, for some company and she's the executive assistant and she books all of the, uh, the dining for her boss or all of the closing dinners or the partner dinners or any sort of, you know, uh, you know, any of that stuff that's important to know. Maybe Maria was just booking a party for her husband's retirement, right? He's not going to retire again. We're not going to we're not necessarily going to get his business. And maybe they they don't really spend money like this, and they did this one time because the the retirement was such a big deal. What you're trying to do is just get them talking. Get them talking about what they liked, what they didn't like, what people raved about, what, you know, what they wished was different, you know, and and all of that. And ultimately what you're trying to do is just do a lot of listening, build a rapport with them, and by the end, you're going to make a sales turn, right? They call us the turn. You're going to try to make a sales pitch out of it, right? And you're going to say, well, you know, so let's say uh, Maria works for some company. She's the executive assistant. She books all the, you know, all the dining for the CEO, any sort of, again, client dinners, closing dinners, partner dinners, all of that. You say, well, great. So, Maria, are you? do you 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 know, do you guys, do you book a lot of events like this? Do you, and where else do you typically book them? Because you want to know, who are your competitors? Where else do they go, right? Have they been back here and why haven't they been back here? And then ultimately what you're gonna try and do, and this is what I mean by the turn, you're gonna say, well listen, if you were ever open to it, if you had an event that you thought uh, would be good here, we'd love the opportunity to take care of you again. Do you have anything like that coming up? It's really important, right? This is a sales technique you have to ask them a pointed question, a yes or no question. We'd love the chance to, to host you again. Do you have anything coming up that might be good here? And they're gonna say, I don't know, or yes, but we've already booked it, or maybe, or they're gonna say no. If they say yes, we might have something, we do have something, Said so that's great. How many people, when, when is that gonna be? What, how can we make that happen? You're gonna start trying to get them to book with you. And if they say, no, we don't really have anything, or yeah, but we already booked a party and we don't really have anything else on the books, so you're gonna say, great, no problem. I'd love to you know, keep in touch so that when you do have something else coming up, that you think of us and give us the chance to, to be able to take care of you guys. There's an old sales technique, an old sales truism that they say all the time, which is that it's never yes or no. It's always yes or not now. And so what you wanna do is either get a yes or get a not now, meaning you want to find, get their permission for, uh, for you to contact them again in the future. See, that's great. I, you know, if it's okay with you, I'd love to touch base with you every once in a while. Can I give you a call in a couple of months just to see if you've gotten anything coming up because, because we really would love the opportunity to get you back in here. I would do this with every single person who had booked a party with us in the previous three years. It was tedious, but I got to tell you, that drummed up. If I made thirty calls, I would book eight new parties. I'm not even kidding. So, do you want to book say twenty-five to thirty percent more business in the next six months? I'm giving you a fail a, a, a foolproof way, fail safe way to drum up more business. You make thirty calls. I bet you will close five to ten of them. It's it's just bound to happen if you follow this script. Again, you just you reach out. And say, hey, I just took over the events department. I had a couple of questions. Blah blah blah. Right. Now let's say you've been running the uh, department for a while, right? So you're listening to this. Say I handle all the I ha- handle all the events, right? It's okay. You can reach out. You don't need the same pretense. You can just call and introduce and say hello. Say, hi, my name is Chip. I, I actually run restaurant X Y Z, and you know we were just trying to uh, we're, we're trying to uh, to grow our private dining business. I know you booked with us in the past. I wanted to reach back out to you and just and just ask some questions about it, right? It's the same basic script. You got to tweak it a little. It's really convenient if you're new in the position or if you've never done these calls before, because then you can say, hey, we've never done these calls before. I just wanted to reach out and see how things were going. See, I wanted to make sure blah, 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 right? That's an outbound strategy, a way to reach out to a bunch of friendly faces. If you printed out all the BEOs from the last, let's say two years, right? Because now we're post-pandemic, so I get it. Probably weren't doing a lot of those. If you print out all the BEOs or all the contracts from the last two years, And you started making your way through those calls, made 10 or 15 calls every week. And I'm guessing you probably have dozens or hundreds of people who have booked parties with you over the last two years. This is how you turn them into repeat customers. They always say, right? Cheaper to keep a customer than go find a new one. And I promise you, this will yield results if you use this basic script. And again, at the end, you're not trying to pressure them. You're just trying to say, I'd love the chance to take care of you again. You know, I'm looking over our notes and it looks like you guys had a great experience. I just wanted to confirm that and see if we can get you back because we do great experiences here. Again, what you do is extraordinary. The product you serve, the way you serve your community is extraordinary. So lead with that and say, hey, we would just love the chance to keep taking care of you. That's what you do. The first step of building an outbound strategy is that you go with all the friendly faces. Now it goes without saying that if you don't do this already, you have to do this. Every single day, the day after an event, you have to pick up the phone and get the host on the phone and say, thank you so much, how was everything? Except I don't want you to say, how was everything? You've gotta use a more pointed question. Thank you so much, did you love the Chilean sea bass? If that's what they picked for their menu. Thanks so much, I just wanted to check in and see, did you love the decor in the room? Did you love Steven was taking care of you? Whatever it is, come with a pointed question and just get them talking about the experience from the night before. Did everyone enjoy it? What did they particularly love? Was there something that people didn't love? How was your service? Was the pacing good? You're just asking questions. Hopefully, you already pretty much know the answers to all these things. You're just trying to get their side of things, really just trying to get them talking. And again, you're gonna do a turn. It's that sales turn at the end. So at the end, you're gonna say, that's great. Well, listen, I'm so, hopefully, You say, you know, uh, listen, sounds like you had a great time. I really, I'm so glad you enjoyed yourselves. Do you guys have anything else coming up? We'd love to take care of you again. We'd love to get something else on the books if you had any events coming up. Again, that's the turn. And they're either going to say yes or no, and you follow the script that we just talked about a minute ago. So make sure you're calling back every party the day after the event to check in with the host. I promise you, if you, everybody does their job, they had an extraordinary time and they just, they'll just they be so excited to gush to you about it, right? And then the second thing you can do is go back over all the old BEOs from the last couple of years And just introduce yourself. Again, you're looking for feedback and eventually you're gonna make that sales turn where you try to get a sale. And it's not yes or no, it's yes or not now. You want the uh, permission to be able to call them in a month or two months or three months, right? And then you put them into sort of a regular cadence. You drop a reminder on your calendar and you say, hey, I have to call Maria in three months. Hey, I have to call Joe, I have to call whoever it is. And you're gonna have these on your uh, schedule pretty much every single day. You're gonna have a couple of calls when you make that uh, follow-up call, you say, hey, Maria, it's Chip. Uh, remember, we spoke a few months ago. I'm from Restaurant XYZ. Um, we were talking about private dining. You said you didn't have anything coming up. I just wanted to reach out and see if you got anything coming up. Again, we'd love the chance to take care of you. If you do this in a really authentic, genuine way, it will make a difference, and you will get sales. So those are the first two things on the, uh, on the outbound side. Here's the third piece that I always love to recommend on the outbound side. I want you to make a list. Make a list of all the companies in the area, or a bunch of companies that you know in the area, who you know that works there, or done the other way. Look at all the people you know—friends, family, colleagues—you know, wives of friends of yours, husbands of friends of yours. Make a list of all these people and figure out where they work. Then you're going to reach out to those people and say, "Hey, what's going on? I'm you know I'm trying to grow the the uh, private dining business at this restaurant." Um, I know you guys must do some private dining. You know Your company probably does a lot of private dining. Who usually books that? And can you put me in touch with them either? Can you give me their phone number or can you connect us via email? Super important. You're asking your contact to be the connector, to connect you to what I call the gatekeeper. Because there's a gatekeeper, somebody who makes all the decisions on private dining or on catering. All you need to do is be introduced uh, by by your contact, right? Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a family member, maybe it's somebody one or two degrees away. You're gonna reach out and say, hey, would, would it be too much trouble to ask you to introduce me to whoever books the, uh, the private dining there? Is it the executive assistant? Is it the office manager? Is it, who does it? The sales, you know, the, the head of the sales department, who is responsible for this? And then you're gonna get the gatekeeper's number and email address, or they're gonna be connected via email. And then you're going to reach out to them and say, hey, I'd love a chance to talk to you for a couple of minutes. Or have you ever been down here to the restaurant? I'd love to buy you a glass of wine. Try to get them coming. I'd love to show you around, talk to you about what we do, buy you a glass of wine, and maybe an appetizer as we sit and chat. It's such You have such an opportunity. You've got tools at your disposal to bring them down. Get them down. Hey bring you know uh, you know come down with your husband bring down bring a friend of yours if there's anybody else in the office you know, just one of the two of you come down it's so easy to do it and to buy them two glasses of wine and an appetizer or two it's so so it costs so little to generate a relationship to really acquire a new customer so again the first thing is to follow up with every single person the day after the event the second piece is to go back over all the old contracts or BEOs and start reaching out to them and then the third piece is this, make a list. I always say between 30 and 50 people, figure out where they work, and then reach out to them to see if they can connect you to the gatekeeper, the decision maker. And then you're gonna call, you're gonna email, you're gonna follow up with them. You have to figure out a cadence. I'm telling you, my wife sometimes, it takes her 10, 12, 16 calls to get somebody on the phone. They're not ignoring you because they don't like what you're saying or they, they hate you. They're just ignoring you because they're busy. Uh, There's times my wife will say, yeah, I called this person 12 times. On the 12th time, they pick up and say, oh, hey, yeah, I got your message. And my wife's always like, which one? I've left you 11. But to them, you're not on their radar. So don't take it personally. If they really are pissed off, they'll reach out and say, please stop calling me. And then that's fine. All you want to do is have somebody connect you. So it's it's a friendly cold call. It's a little bit of a warm audience, not necessarily a true cold call. You do those three things, you will establish so much business for your private dining or for your catering, you won't believe it. I promise you, if you get a really good inbound strategy in place and a really good outbound strategy into place and be really intentional about keeping after these things, you will, I'm going to say it, you'll probably double your private dining business. You'll double your catering business. That is the recipe. And then the next step after that for an outbound strategy is just true cold calling. I just always put that last because it's like it's like throwing a net into the ocean. You get a couple of fish back. It's just the ocean is too vast and not enough fish are swimming around the top of the top of the water. So you need to go where the people are and you need some connectors. You need someone to show you where to go fish. That's what we're trying to do here. If you do everything I've told you to do on this episode, you will change your business in a profound way. I would love for you to reach out to me and tell me uh, tell me if any of this works. Chip at chipclose.com, C-H-I-P-K-L-O-S-E.com. I answer each and every email. If you wanna talk more specifically, set up a time on my calendar. We can talk about how we work on these kind of things in my P3 Mastermind program Again, absolutely call for a uh, absolutely free call, 30-minute strategy session. Go to restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. Again, today we're talking all about an inbound and an outbound strategy. When we're talking about straight sales, this is the way to drive more revenue. Appreciate you guys being here as I do each and every week. Thank you so much. And I will see you next time.